Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, I have my most favorite guest, Kara Ayala, with me. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So it's a special day, guys. Um, this is episode 100. And I thought about, you know, all the amazing people and guests that I've had on and things we could talk about. And I'm actually super excited for the episode that we landed on. I've got Kara, as I said, and we're just going to look backwards over the last 100 episodes and what's happened in 2020 and where we're going in 2021 and just kind of bring everything full circle. So thanks for joining me. I'm so happy to be here. It's so crazy to think that it's been a hundred episodes. Feels yeah. like yesterday we were helping you launch this. I know it's so crazy. And, um, you know, just thinking back, we were, we were in, uh, Maui. I think we left like March 6th and came back like March 13th or something, or I think it was March 16th actually. And before the world shut down. Yeah. Like literally I remember, like you guys are going to think this is probably funny, but, um, I actually took a roll of toilet paper from the hotel in Maui. Cause I didn't know if we we're going to have any toilet paper when we got home. Like literally people were already stockpiling toilet paper. It was crazy. Yeah. We didn't know what we would have at home. We know when you come home from vacation, there's, you have to go get food and stuff. And we were just seeing on the news that there was nothing on the shelves. So we were kind of freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it was kind of interesting times and so literally, I think we got back like March 13th or March 16th or something like that. And then um, we launched the Investing for Freedom podcast on April 3rd. It's kind of crazy. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's been quite a journey. And you know, when I was just thinking about this uh, 100th episode and just looking backwards, I, I got a little nostalgic and like super excited because just looking back over the last year, um, it's just been a lot of fun and I've met a lot of amazing people because of it um, and uh, you know, for those of you that are interested in launching a podcast or thinking about it, um, just do it. Like, you know, there's a lot of different ways to launch, obviously, and thinking through it. But I've I've seen so many benefits from it, which we're going to dive into. But um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 been a ton of fun. And like I said, I've had uh, a lot of amazing people that I met. Yeah, it's been an incredible year. Yeah. And so this is exciting. You're actually launching a podcast on Monday. So by the time you guys are listening to this... Um, Kara's podcast will be live, so that'll actually be 6th, 7th, 8th, Monday the 8th. Yes. Yeah. I'm launching the 8th, yes. That's so super excited. Also have been kind of stalling on it for a little while, but it's perfect time right now, so I'm excited. Well, why don't you tell us about it? Um, it's called Marriage, Money, and Mayhem. Um, it's just all about how you can have, especially for women, you can have it all. You can have a successful family. You can have success in your finances and even spiritually. Like every, You can have it all. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. I, um, there's a lot of people that have actually been waiting for this and I think it's going to change a lot of lives. So super excited about it. Something we've been talking about for a while. Yeah. It's funny how you, um, you know, you know, you're supposed to do something, but you like stall and you stall. And I think it's just a great reminder for people out there that are wanting to do something 
to just like take that first step. You don't know what it's going to look like. And a lot of times as humans, we want to know, we want to see the full staircase. We want to see the full puzzle. And really we just have to take that first step into something to make, um, to make that move. We can't see the whole picture. And it's, I know it's scary when you're like stepping into something new, but that's where the magic is. It's such a good point because, you know, I, I, I think about this just thinking back to business for so many years and reading Good to Great and Built to Last and um, Jim Collins, you know, he was one of my early favorite authors and, um, you know, he always talks about um, good being the enemy of great. Mm. But also the other side of that, like, um, I've often said that like perfect is the enemy of done. Yes. Because a lot of times, um, and I think it might have been Steve Jobs, I can't remember exactly who it was, but... Um, somebody said something along those lines and it's like, I, I struggle with that a little bit, especially in something like this, that is your, you know, it's your core work. It's your inner work. Um, we, we struggle with launching that because it's, it's nobody but us. Mm -hmm. You're, you're like, this is all you. Yep. And so at the end of the day, I, I, I get it. I sympathize with it. Uh, but as you said, you know, if you're, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you want to do something, you got to just get moving. Yeah. And even you just like talking about, um, you know, Steve Jobs and all these people and their books, what if they didn't go and do those things? And so it's so important that as people, we give our gifts to the world because somebody's missing out on that. And you're actually damaging people by not actually stepping out into those. Wow. That's, that's powerful. Actually damaging people by not stepping out into it. Like the world needs your gift. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're missing pieces. Yeah. I mean, if you hadn't been taught that, would you know, you know? Yeah. Well, and that like just, this is a segue that I was going to come into later, but it's, I mean, this is just so on our heart right now. Like we just launched our couples mastermind, mm. which we've been talking about for a couple of years. And, um, we're literally just, um, you know, last Thursday. So, but basically a week ago yesterday, we, um, you know, something that we've been working on really for years, but you know, the last year, year and a half, like diligently, mm -hmm. and then pulling everything together the last six months. And, and we met all of our couples in person. Um, you know, a week ago and I'm, I'm literally right now we're sitting here texting them as we're doing this and, and, you know, sent them a picture that we're recording the hundredth episode and we're like celebrating with them. And I'm just sitting there thinking, as you're saying that, like with Steve Jobs and the gift and, um, you know, we wouldn't know these people if we hadn't stepped out and, and just followed that and, and who knows where this is going to go. But, um, such an amazing group of people that we didn't really know a week ago, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, it's just amazing to think about. And, you know, you think about Steve Jobs, he literally changed the world and that could maybe in intimidate somebody too. Like, well, I don't really want that. Well, it doesn't have to be that huge. You know, you don't know where it's going to be. So just like trusting that you're just fulfilling your, your gift and your purpose. I love the way that you just put that too, because I was just on a walk this morning and I was listening to the big leap and it's talking about that upper limit. Mm. Um, and even Steve Jobs, I mean, I know he had a huge vision and I know he was, he knew he was destined for greatness. You know, his like whole purpose was to just put a small dent in the universe. Right. So obviously he knew he was called to greatness, but I can almost guarantee you that you go backwards 30, 40 years. Like he didn't know how big it was. And so you just got to get moving, as you said earlier, because you, you can't, you, you have to, you have to, it's, it's like that scripture, you know, you move from faith to faith and glory to glory. It's the same way in it with us as individuals and you know, we can't go to our, our level three. We have to start at our level one mm -hmm. and break through that ceiling. And then we have to break through our level two and then break through our level three. And so it's your journey. Yeah. Um, we all have our own journey going on, but if you don't get started, I mean, how, look, look at how many people you leave unaffected. Like what if Steve Jobs, I mean, I'm literally, all my notes are on his creation, right? Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at my phone. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
It's good stuff. Well, let's let's go backwards. Um, let's talk about 2020 a little bit because, you know, again, we're going over the last 100 episodes. And, you know, one of the things that I really wanted to throw out there, like I, I've honestly never really wanted to quit. Um, and that's, you know, I was thinking back to that too because usually – whether it's a business we're in or an investment or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying it's been easy, you know, like even just this last week where we're at a mastermind that we're part of a couple's mastermind. And I forgot to record an episode, you know, forgot what day it was even. And um, so, you know, you're having to record sometimes last minute, but I've honestly never wanted to quit doing this. I, I love it. It's been great. It's so fun. Yeah. I'm excited for you to launch yours and, and get moving through it. So um, just looking backwards at 2020, what an interesting year. And you know, just the five part, part formula. Um, it's the adjust part of this. And I've said it a hundred times in the last, you know, couple months, but the adjust part of this, if there's anything that 2020 taught us, it's to be flexible and adjust. For sure. 2020 was an adjust year for every person in the world, really. Yeah. It's so interesting because even when you look backwards to, you know, just even launching this show and, and look forward. And, and I would like to encourage you guys with this, just with everything that was Carol, Carol was talking about, like with dreaming and, and launching and just getting moving. There's no way if I would have looked a year ago, just trying to think what this was going to look like that I think that I would be sitting here today, realizing how many different amazing things this show and this audience and these listeners have taught me. Mm. And the person that I've become just by you know, showing up and, and, and sharing. I've often, I've always said this to anybody that works with me, like as we teach, we learn. And so again, if you're interested in launching a show or whatever it is, it might not even be a podcast. Like you've got a blog you want to write or, or you just want to launch a business or, or you want to be a teacher of something like get moving Yeah, because that's how you're going to really reach your fullness. So I'm, I'm excited to see you tap into that. Yeah. I'm really excited. So what's got you, what's got you most excited about marriage, money and mayhem? I think um, actually just bringing, you know, listeners, other people's perspective, because um, there's so many different perspectives and so many different people that have been successful and also kept like their family as their core. And just hearing everybody's different perspectives, I've already had, you know, I've recorded some episodes and the conversations are just, they, they fill me up. So I know if they're filling me up, they're going to fill listeners up. So I think that's what excites me the most is just getting to you know, interact with amazing people and then also show that to, uh, to the listeners. Yeah. Um, I believe it's Ryan holiday that wrote the book, the obstacle is the way. And I'm just thinking about this right now because, um, I, I think he wrote ego is the enemy too. And that's actually the, the thread that I was thinking about, but like based on what you just said too, I mean, I think so many times in life, we just, we sit in our own head and we listen to our own bullshit, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I've really learned doing this podcast. And you just said it too, like the guests that I have on every week, just being able to sit number one in their zone of genius. It's one thing, the words that people say, but I found myself the last couple of weeks, just really being aware and conscious of like people's impartation. Mm -hmm. When you're able to sit in that and just really listen and set that ego aside, like uh, Ryan Holiday's whole book, Ego is the Enemy. When you can set that aside and you can really just sit in people's like genius, that's been one of my favorite things with the podcast. Isn't that amazing? Yes, I love it. I'm so excited about it. So, yeah, so going back to, you know, 2020, I mean, obviously COVID happened and there, you know, there's a couple key lessons that I, I just kind of want to hit on for 20. Was there any major takeaways for you in 2020? Oh my gosh, so many. I feel like 2020 was 10 years long, but also lightning speed fast. 
um, it was a year of major, major growth and expansion for me as an individual. Yeah, I could see that um, just in so many areas in my life too. It's funny because I was I was thinking the other day, um, right before New Year's, I think it was on actually on New Year's Eve day, we went to a hotel and you know mapped out our goals. And it's funny how our like our goals planning kind of changed a little bit this year because yeah. Yeah, one of, like my my kind of theme this year is like lean into it, mm-hmm. like intuition, like just be more internal. And I'm not saying that we don't have goals and that we're not setting, you know, clear cut goals and all that, but it's kind of funny just looking backwards to, to our 2020 planning and and the way that we structured our goals. And then, you know, something, something like COVID comes along and just throws that all out the window Mm -hmm. and that it's going to happen to you at periods of, of life. And it could happen in business and it, you know, government regulation, any of that, you just never know what's coming at you. And so that whole, again, the, the fifth part of the formula adjust mm-hmm. so important. And I think if I learned anything in 2020, it was to be flexible. It was just, just to, you know, adjust, lean into it. Um, that's kind of what brought me to where I'm at this year. I, I didn't really consciously think about it, but we just kind of went along. I even remember like Dylan, our oldest son was supposed to go on an Asian tour, like the first half of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking as I was putting the notes together for this, like, he had put his notice in on his apartment so that, and he was basically going to be homeless because he was going to be living in Asia for three or four or five months. Right. And then all of a sudden, like literally COVID happened and we were kind of seeing this happen because we've got a, uh, a mentor slash friend, Chris Martinson that was talking about this early because he was on the front end watching Asia. And so we're just kind of seeing that ahead of time. And I'm like, Dylan, I don't know if you're going to Asia, man. And he's like, Oh, it's going to be fine. I'm talking to my Asian friends and it's all good. And, um, but things, these things unravel on us so fast and you've just got to be cognizant of it. And again, I think it's so important that we just adjust and, and, and keep that flexibility. Yeah. I mean, just thinking back of like when that happened and, and the adjust piece and our goal planning. So I think like the most important part is just setting that vision because the vision doesn't change. You know, the, the end goal doesn't change, but you have to like navigate through what's ever happening in your life at that point. But like having that vision, of what it looks like and it might look a little different but the end game is still the same yeah so 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 amazing one of my big takeaways last year from a business slash leadership perspective um i really became cognizant of like wartime leaders versus peacetime leaders Mm. that was a big like shift for me in in the business realm because um it takes both Mm -hmm. but i never really thought about it until literally um when, when COVID started coming, it's, it's funny because even before we went to Hawaii, um, I remember calling a team meeting. So I was, I was meeting with my executive team and, you know, I was telling them, I'm like, we might want to get prepared for a shutdown and, you know, this could be serious. And, and the executive team was taking it pretty serious. But then when we met with the entire team, they were kind of laughing. Like Mm -hmm. we were all kind of laughing. It wasn't that they were laughing at me. It was just like, I was taking this pretty serious. And I, you know, from a leadership perspective too, like we don't want to come off fearful and, and, you know, scare people. And so I was, I was keeping it kind of light too, but I was pretty, I thought this was going to be kind of a big deal. And so we put this contingency plan in place and I was like, I was in wartime mode, right? Yes. Um, but I didn't realize that at that point in time. And so literally I think day two or three of our Hawaii vacation, like my executive team made the call. They're like, we're going to send everybody home. And um, then that's when it became real, right? And there's still a picture of um, on one of the dry erase boards in the in the meeting room where we met. I drew a little picture of a coronavirus with like 
you know, dry erase markers. And it's just such an interesting lesson because there is time, there is a, there is a time for, uh, peacetime leaders, you know, committees and, and planning committees. And, but what I realized like this last year, you can get a lot of shit done really efficiently during wartime. And so I want to keep some of that sense of urgency. You know, how do you, how do you keep that sense of wartime urgency when, when you're not in wartime? Yeah. And I think like as a leader, no matter what you have going on in your life, if you have a family of any sort, you are a leader. Mm -hmm. And so leaning in, you know, like your word, leaning into it, like leaning into knowing if it's a wartime or a peacetime, I think that's very valuable. And just like stepping into that wartime, like this is serious and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take the necessary move to protect my family or to protect my business or whatever it is. That is our job as a leader to protect. And so you can still be a peace, you can still be peaceful, but there's just uh, that slight edge Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, it's, it's that wartime leader like you're talking about. Yeah. You know, one of my other key takeaways from 2022, and I found myself saying this a lot. So if you followed the podcast or me or whatever, like nobody's coming to save you. Yeah. That was another thing, you know, just even on the wartime front, like I, a lot of my thoughts over the last five, 10, 15, even 20 years around government, um, the system, Mm -hmm. just even a little, there's a, there's a, there's a prepper part of Mike. There's like a crazy part of Mike, um, you know, maybe a little tinfoil hat that I keep in my closet and pull out every once in a while. Um, it, it really became clear to me that, you know, the government's not coming to save us. Like, um, we have to, we have to take care of ourselves. Like we can't, we can't wait around for somebody else to do it. Yeah. And not even the government, like your leaders, your mentors, I mean, they can direct you, (laughs) they can give you like guidance, but you have to do the work. Mm -hmm. Like we're in charge of ourselves and we have to do the work and we have to take the steps. And so with anything like we're, nobody is coming to save you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to show up and you have to do it or not. Yeah. And be okay with the consequences of not doing what you want to do to show up. That's so powerful. And as you're saying that, I'm just thinking back to our couple's mastermind. And, and I remember it was probably day two and Sage, um, she's, she's just such a beautiful soul. Right. Mm -hmm. And and she was just, she put her hand up and she said, you know, I, I don't even remember what the question was or if she was just talking or whatever, but like her revelation was, you know, she came to the couple's mastermind expecting us to do a bunch of the work for her. Right. And she's like, I'm realizing I'm paraphrasing what she said too, but she said, you know, I'm realizing now that I have to do the work. And Mm -hmm. that's what you just said is so powerful because um, it's not just the government Mm -hmm. leaders, mentors, all of it. Like they, we can facilitate, Mm -hmm. we can facilitate a zone of learning. We can facilitate an environment of inspiration, but each one of us is responsible to do the work. Yeah. I mean, even think about physical, physical or nutrition, you know, you have to show up you, no matter who you hire or, you know, if it's the government, it's not their job. It's not anybody's job, but to facilitate a space and it's our job to show up. And there's plenty of opportunities. We live in an amazing country right now. I don't know if it'll always be like that, but there's so many opportunities and we have to, if we want a better life and a higher standard, then we have to show up. Yeah. So good. And this is such a good thread too, because um, and you know, I, I just want to be clear. Um, 2020 was a challenging year for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but 2020, and, and we don't spend a lot of time talking about this. I've, we've been a little hesitant to talk about it, 
because I know so many people are hurting and, it, and it's been a, a challenging year. But 2020 was our best financial year ever. Yeah. Um, and I, I would actually argue that, you know, 2020 in a lot of respects was our best year ever, period. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, not that it didn't have its challenges because we had yeah. a lot of challenges this year. Um, but I think that that's almost where, you know, you, you, I mean, that's where the growth happens. And then pushing through that and actually showing up and, and doing the work like what we're talking about um, and saving ourselves is where the magic happens. You know, that's why you get the, um, the results that you want to get. And that's why 2020 was so amazing is because there was so much resistance. Yeah. Yeah. And just looking at that too, it's, it's an important, um, I guess, anchoring point for us to just sit on for a minute. Things are going to get challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the middle class is being wiped out and this didn't just start Mm -hmm. in 2020. I mean, this has been an ongoing, um, process, if you will, yes. and whether intentional or accidental, I'm not here to get into that right now, but, um, it's going to get worse. The middle class is getting eroded. And, you know, this is one thing that we're constantly talking about. And I'm so excited for your show, marriage, money, and mayhem. I mean, mm-hmm. just, just, just think about that. I mean, that title is phenomenal, but for anybody that's listening right now, um, 2020 was nothing spectacular. When we're saying, like, you can be on any of side of the fence that you want to be on. Yeah. The whole concept of the grass is greener on the other side. Well, take care of your grass however the neighbor's taking care of their grass. It's just stupid. Mm-hmm. And so 2020 wasn't anything special. In fact, it's going to get more challenging. And so I would just ask you, like, what side of the fence do you want to be on? And I love the way that you said that. You know, you're going to have decisions to make. And you determine where that is. And it's going to get more challenging. But the good news is... It's just inch by inch. It's mm-hmm. step by step. And if you don't get started, just like launching the podcast that we were talking about, if you don't get started in another stream of income or investing or changing your mindset, those are actually the things right there. That's it. Yep. Like if you don't have 50 or $100,000 to invest, like start investing in your mindset. Yes. And there's a lot of opportunity, which our minds have been open to this last year. Um, even just, we were, we were just at, a, a at our couple's mastermind, not the one we're putting on, but one that we're participants in with Chris and Lori Harder. And there's some very, very successful people there that do like, um, network selling, right. Or what, what do you, what do you call the network marketing? Yeah. Network marketing. Um, super successful. Yep. And there's, there's literally, we were just having this conversation. Like it's crazy because it gets such a bad rap mm-hmm. from so many people, but like, Women everywhere are making an extra $500, $1,000 a month, $1,500 a month. You don't have to make a million. And the thing is, too, is like so many people hate on this, but I actually brought this up when we were having this conversation because like everybody's always like, well, it's only the people at the top that make all the money. Well, that's the case in anything. Yeah. Any company you work for, I don't know. Do you have a job? Like, is your boss making more than you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that meme that I put up or whatever that, that tile, you know, your boss is never going to pay you enough to be his neighbor. Exactly. And if that rubs you wrong, do something about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like do some soul searching and realize that that's true. Mm-hmm. There's truth to that period. There's nothing wrong with that statement. Like, why would your boss pay you more than he makes? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. If you want to do something about it, go do something about it. And I brought up the, the scenario like Google. So mm-hmm. the top one or two or 3% at Google probably make the most money. Totally. So it doesn't matter what business it is. It doesn't matter if it's a network selling company or network marketing or, or it's Google. That's just the reality. So if you're on the wrong side of the fence, 
figure out what the guy on the other side of the fence is doing and just take care of your lawn that way. Like it's simple. Yeah. And it really is about being a leader, you know, um, any, you know, even if, as we're talking about this, the people that are at the top of Google are leaders. Um, the people in the top of network marketing are leaders. So become a better leader, find out how to be a better leader to people and you will naturally rise. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, you know, if you've listened to this show, you've heard it a million times, but I'm just reminded of Zig Ziglar's quote. You can have everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. And I think so many people sit on their couch, bitching and moaning and complaining and just spending more time hating on people that are at the top. And the reality is those are probably some of the most giving people. Mm -hmm. The majority of those people got there because they are giving. Mm -hmm. They know how to do what Zig Ziglar said. It's, it's a little bit more complex than what's on the surface. I mean, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. Um, what is it that someone wants? Mm -hmm. Well, if you've got that product, I mean, that's the key to success. Yep. But it's not shoving it down their throat. It's figuring out how to align around them and get with them what they need. Mm -hmm. Such good stuff. So what else, uh, any other major takeaways for 2020? I mean, I think I already said it was like a year of growth for me. My word was expansion. And in the beginning, I thought it was going to be, you know, that sounds like a really cool word. <laughs> I'm going to expand. And what I didn't realize is that I was going to be stretched um, beyond what I thought was capable. And I was going to have to really put myself out there. And it was a year that I probably grew the most, but it was very uncomfortable. I mean, it was amazing and it was fun, but it was felt very uncomfortable most of the time. Yeah, it was definitely a year of expansion for me too. And it's funny because as we were like kind of going, we did a lot, like a lot happened. And I, when I say we did a lot, I mean, we traveled less. Yep. We love to travel. Like that's always been something that's, you know, been in our, um, I think number one DNA, but number mm -hmm. two, our plans. Like we've always just kind of planned that in, but we bought an RV Yeah. since we couldn't travel international, which was fun. Spent, spent some time on the road. Um, but when I look back, you know, as I was just over the last couple of weeks, not even just prepping for the show, but especially just pulling this together, just looking back over last year, we did a lot. Like we changed a lot. We comp, we accomplished a lot. Um, even this year, just, you know, the whole lean into it thing. Um, I think a lot of that deep work really started last year. Yeah. And I think too, like getting around the right people, I think we put ourselves in rooms, uh, with people that stretched us and grew us and we're, you know, we've always invested in mentors, but I feel like we stepped out into a different um, area this year and surrounded ourselves with people who are stretching us in a different way. Yeah. And I think that's important as you're growing is, um, you know, to branch out to different areas of your life that need growth because that's, you know, you're, you, this never ends. Mm -hmm. You know, the growth never ends. The uncomfortableness never ends and it's never going to, you're just going like what you said in the beginning, faith to faith and glory to glory it's always going to be another level. Yeah. You're going to get to the top of the mountain and realize there's another mountain. Yeah. That's so good. I actually had a mentor one time tell me that, you know, you're going to outgrow me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that, that just seems weird. But it, you know, when the student becomes the teacher, yeah. um, you've got to find that, that different, that different room that you're talking about. And even just in a different realm, mm -hmm. I was just looking back, you know, a lot of the masterminds and things we've done or I've done, I don't, I can't speak specifically to you, but I was just thinking back to like the real estate guys mastermind. Like that was a very, um, task driven. That was a very like niche driven, like a certain business type mastermind. And this last year, and I really want to throw this out there because, you know, we kind of started off with you launching your podcast and my podcast 
and you know what people are wanting to do out there. I think this is important, um, and we spent a lot of time over this last week talking about this. The power of building your personal brand. I don't think I think it's always been important, but I think it's more important today than ever. And I'm not saying a personal brand like your logo. Yeah. Um, your personal brand, like who are you? What do you stand for? How do people find you? How do you get noticed? You know, back in the day, we could just spend a bunch of money and throw it at the yellow pages or, mm-hmm. or a billboard. Put your face on a billboard like the attorneys still do today. Social media and building your personal brand, whether it's a podcast or a blog or anything else, I don't care what you're going to do. That's building your personal brand. And that over the next, it's already this way, but I think a small, literally a small percentage of people have really figured this out. Mm-hmm. There's so many business owners that I talk to on a very, very smart, successful yeah. business owners in some high you know, high net worth people in some high level groups that still don't get building their personal brand. And so back to like for us in 2020, you know, joining Chris Harder's mastermind, the elite entrepreneur mastermind, that was like a shift to personal branding to me. Mm -hmm. What, what did you learn from that? Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, speaking of like the, the successful business owners that don't have um, a personal brand or aren't out in social media, this is the way of the future. And if you look at any big company, I mean, how many big companies have gotten like blockbuster? Mm-hmm. Like yep. if you don't adapt to like what's happening in the world, you're going to get left behind and become obsolete because that's the way that the world is moving. And so you have to move with it. Yeah. Even just thinking about, you know, the, um, just social media and the big push, like there's so many people that are like so resistant to it. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But you can create a social media profile without getting sucked into social media too. Is it challenging? Of course it's challenging, but you can create a system and a process. Just schedule it in. Yeah. It's like the creator versus consumer. If you're always consuming social media, yes, that's damaging. It's just a tool, just like money is a tool. Mm -hmm. So you can either become a creator and create on there, or you can become a consumer. And we want to be on the creator side of that, um, of the spectrum, like be on the creator side and don't be the consumer. If you're always consuming, then you're not going to be able to create anyways, because your, your brain's going to get messed up with all the things you're seeing. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to have that direct, um, that direct connection to God or source or whatever that is for you to like make, make something and create something that people need. Yeah. Just on the point of mentors. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched you this year with Kayla. Mm Hmm. Let's, let's chat about that a little bit. I mean, that was an amazing, that was an amazing relationship for you. Yes. Um, I would actually say that she's probably, um, (laughs) she, it's all right. I would actually say that she probably had the most impact in my life. And I think it's because. (laughs) Powerful. Um, She really challenged me and she made me like really look on the inside of like what's going on on the inside and deal with things that probably I had stuffed down that I didn't even know was there. And I think um, making sure that you're surrounded by mentors that are going to call you up. Um, I, I think I've had mentors that have called me out and, um, or maybe just told me that I'm fine because I have been successful and I do live a really great life, but she really called me up from 
my standard. And even though I was probably at a place where most people wanted to be, I think, um, you know, just realizing that I can either stay where I'm at or I can, you know, go up to that next level and go deeper in myself so that I can impact more people. And that's the hard work to do because you don't want to face those um, ugly things. Like I actually remember one phone call and I was feeling very frustrated, you know, in doing these new things. I had done a couple of um, group coaching sessions um, around money mindset and, you know, talking about my podcast and I was feeling very frustrated. And she was like, what are you feeling right now? And I said, well, I just feel like I've always just given. And I'm feeling very like burnout. You know, I've always had to show up for our businesses and I've always had to show up for my family. And there's not ever a choice because that's who I am. And she looked, she just looked at me and she said, and that served you for a really long time. And it took me back. Cause I'm like, you know what I have, that's a, like a martyr, you know, and it didn't serve me anymore. And my family doesn't need, I mean, they do need me, but I'm, you know, that story wasn't a true story anymore. I wasn't being pushed into our business businesses and the little details that I didn't like anymore. I wasn't being pulled in that way. So her calling me up to that is a story that used to serve you and it doesn't serve you anymore. Wow. That's so good. That's, that's amazing. It's good stuff. Um, you're going to want to tune into Marriage, Money, and Mayhem because this is going to be a good show. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, I, I think at, while we're on kind of that note, just the importance of, of mentors, can't stress it enough. Um, and as you were talking through that again, I just want to, like I'm, I'm reading um, The Big Leap. Mm-hmm. and uh, Such a good book. Such a good book. And I actually had to start it over because like I was halfway through and I'm like, wait a second, I got to go back. But, you know, he's talking about just breaking through those, those ceilings. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I want to point out, it never ends. Yeah. Like that's the thing, you know, if, if, you, if you're out there listening and you're like, it, whether you're through, going through the process or not, you're never going to arrive or you shouldn't arrive. Yes. I guess that's the better. The minute that you get complacent is the minute you get your ass kicked. And I remember when we started our first business a couple years in, I was looking around, you know, I've often, I've had people ask me like, you know, what was the key to success? I mean, we were on the Inc. Fastest Growing Companies in America in 2009 and double digit growth every year, blah, blah, blah. What was the secret? And honestly, like, number one, I was so young and naive that I didn't know any better. And so I hired the best of the best, like hired, I, I sought out the best products. I sought out the best coaches and I was so naive that I just did what they told me to do. And guess what? It works. Yeah. Like surprisingly. But here's the other thing. And this is what I really wanted to say. Um, All of my competitors in that market had started in the 70s and 80s. These guys were all in their 50s and 60s. And they were complacent. And I found myself saying at that point in time, the day you stop growing is the the day you start dying. Like I likened it to like a body. Mm -hmm. but it's the same thing with an organization and it's the same thing with your spiritual growth and it's the same thing with your, your money mindset or your business mindset or whatever it is, your self-development course Mm -hmm. of life. The minute that you stop growing is the minute that you start dying. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if somebody's out there listening right now and they're frustrated, like, look what you just went. I mean, you've had some amazing mentors in your life and Mm -hmm. you've done some amazing things, but now you're at that next level. You found Kayla and she's taken you, you know, she's called you up to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. 
well, and I'm even thinking about like limiting beliefs or, you know, that book, The Upper Limit. There's so many things in us um, that are going to continually come out and we're going to realize that it's it's a limiting belief. And I, at the end of last year, we went to Tony Robbins' um, Unleash the Power, is that what it's called? Unleash the Power yeah. Within. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that we went Mm -hmm. because um, obviously that's not happening right now. I mean, he has his online ones, but one of the things that came up for me was that I had a limiting belief that because we were doing okay, like Mm -hmm. better than most, that it was almost like I didn't, I felt guilty to like want to grow more. Yeah. And so just like discovering what are those like upper limits and those limiting beliefs that you have that are stopping you and others Mm too because if I would have just stayed there I wouldn't be impacting the the women and the people in my life now if I had just stayed satisfied so good so good um well I think we could go on for days around this yeah we could (laughs) this has been (laughs) to be continued yeah I mean we got a little bit of time left but um so anything else about 2020 that really sticks out Yeah. So, you know, for me, I mean, there was just a lot of, again, I think we did a lot of deep work simultaneously. I mean, um, and this is the interesting thing too. Like when you're thinking about parallels, like Mm -hmm. you can do a lot of deep work. We also did a lot of surface work. And when I mean, what I say surface work, I mean, you know, on the business restructuring businesses really, um, we're kind of in an interesting spot because, um, I even feel you know, sometimes you have, you see your internal work go to a certain level and then you start seeing the external follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, if you start seeing major external work happening, you probably did some internal work and just didn't recognize that it was happening. Yeah. But I think, I think there's been a lot of really just, you know, internal work and there's a lot of external that's catching up. We're exiting, you know, we're going to sell a lot of our, even what you were talking about, like with when Kayla said, and that served you for a long time. Um, there, I'm, there's interesting, my, I, I feel like we're at this place where we're going to a whole other level because even properties and investments that served us before, they're no longer serving us. Mm-hmm. And I find people asking, like we're selling a bunch of properties and people are like, why? Mm-hmm. And I, if you would have told me, you know, even five years ago that I was going to be selling a bunch of properties, no, I'm a buy and hold guy, guy. But sometimes those things just don't serve you anymore. And in order, in, in, I mean, it's like the, in order, in order to, um, Sometimes you have to get rid of the good in order to make room for the great, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like our external is going to begin catching up over the next year or two. I'm pretty excited about a lot of things we have going on in 2021. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting because we're actually selling a bunch of properties. We're we're divesting some things. We're getting ready to launch a, a new business, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about. I feel like there's a bunch of new stuff being launched. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about the internal and the external, that is, you have to have both of those because you can do the internal work, but then you have to actually take the actions, take the steps. And that's the part that most people stop at. They might start doing the internal work and, you know, get into personal development, but actually not ever take those steps into the uncomfortable. Like that's the real uncomfortable. And it's just, it's a balance of like doing the, doing the inner work and then taking the step, doing the inner work and then taking the step, like making that action. Like it has to be something that you're actually doing. It's not just a sit in your house and journal, you know? Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question and then I'll answer mine. Okay. And then I'll throw it back to you. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) Um, so, you know, 2020 has been just an amazing year and Again, we're on episode one. So much has changed. Yeah. Like so much has changed. There's things just like our couple's mastermind and, 
you know, every one of those couples, Ash and Sage and um, Justin and Katie and Mike and Brittany and Char and Andrew, like every one of those couples are just so amazing. And um, I'll ask the question here in a second, but just thinking through that, this is something that's been like a part of us for a long time. Mm -hmm. But then like pulling a lot of that really got pulled together in 2020, I think. And we're like, we're just going to do this. And Chris Harder and Lori Harder have been so amazing in influencing us to just go. And yeah, I know Kayla has been a huge influence on you. Um, if you could narrow it down to like three to five things that you're super, I want at least three, but three to five that things that you're just super excited about in 2021. Um, and it doesn't have to be exactly 2020, but you know, the next little period of time, what would that be? And for me, um, I'm in this interesting place with just like my health. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think it's just because of 75 hard. We were, we were just at the couple's mastermind with Chris and Lori and we're sitting at dinner. I was with the guys and they were asking me, you know, a lot of people that are listening right now probably have no idea this is even a truth, but you know, I used to have a drug problem when I was a teenager and went to jail and all this stuff. And I was talking about all that and they're like, how did you, how did you get off drugs? And I'm like, I just did. Um, it's, it's interesting when you set your mind to something, whatever it is. Like you have to be ready. Nobody can do that for you, mm -hmm. whether it's drugs, whether mm -hmm. it's the health journey. So one of mine is like my health for whatever reason, I'm just like ready. Mm -hmm. I'm just like ready to eat better. I'm ready to feel better. I'm ready to, we're doing all this work. And I'm like, my kids are young adults at this point, you know, mm -hmm. Kayton's 17, mm -hmm. Dylan's 20, Tim's right in the middle, book ending at 18. He's almost 19. Mm -hmm. He'll be 19 next month. Yep. It's crazy. Um, I want to be around a long time. Like I'm starting to think a different, different level. You know, a lot of our friends are talking about kids and they have young kids and I'm, I'm not wishing this yet, but you know, that we're going to be having grandkids in the next five, 10, 15 years. Right. And so the health journey is like really what I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, not only physical health, but just mental health, like mm -hmm. going on that mental and emotional journey. So I'm super excited about that. Working with a coach on, you know, the emotional process. And so that's super fun. Um, launching a new fund. We're going to start buying HVAC companies. Super excited about that. Um, super excited about, we're repositioning a bunch of our real estate, personal and in our funds, in the mobile home park space. We're offloading some communities that no longer serve us, um, but we're doubling down on the ones that do. So we're really excited about that. Our team is probably as, as small and tight and ready to take on the world as it's ever been. So I'm excited about that. Um, what are you excited about? I like that you answered your question before you let me. Well, that's why I said. Oh, I, I, I thought you were saying I was going to answer it. No, I was going to ask the question and then let you think about it while I answer mine. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'm most excited. I'm excited about a lot of things, actually. I think, um, you know, we have two more years with Kayton at home. So, um, you know, Tim still lives here and Dylan's part-time here sometimes. But um, really focusing on my time that I spend with her and creating that space of, you know, making sure that that's a priority these last couple of years and doing some really fun things with her, um, you know, whether that's trips or whatever it is and just really deepening my relationship with her. I'm really excited about that. And then I'm really excited about my podcast, obviously, um, since I've taken so long to launch it, I'm excited to see where that goes and what doors that opens for me and just to meet some really incredible people. Um, and I'm really, really excited about, um, the couple's mastermind. Um, 
like you said, all the couples that are in it, I just couldn't imagine um, such amazing people. I feel so blessed that um, they are in it. So I'm really excited about that journey with them. And I've actually opened up um, a couple spots for one-on-one coaching. That's something that has really changed my life. And so I'm, I have five openings. Actually, I don't have any five openings. I have four openings right now. Um, so that's something I'm excited about too, is just like really helping people go through that journey of, you know, discovering who they are and those, you know, maybe limiting beliefs that they might have that are stopping them from going to that next place. So that's another thing I'm really excited about. And then I'm also very excited about, um, all the things that you just said with our real estate and launching this new business that we're launching. Um, I just feel like we have a lot of really fun things. I'm excited to grow with you this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, we did a couple's mastermind and I feel like that's really incredible to do because it's, you know, it's easy to hire coaches and do things for your business, but to put your relationship as a priority, I'm excited about that. And to be with other high level couples Mm -hmm. has been really fun. You know, we just got back from a weekend trip with them and it's challenging to be in rooms like that because they're all such high level thinkers. So it causes, it makes you have to rise to the occasion. So I'm excited about growing with you through that and growing with those other couples this year too. Yeah. And I just want to bring a little clarity. I think, you know, cause we've talked about we're, we're, there's two couples masterminds. Yeah. Like Kara and I are doing one, which maybe you guys have seen. Um, it's closed at this point, um, for 2021, but it'll be around, um, next year. I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure we'll do this again because we really love it. Um, so Kara and I are hosting a couples mastermind, but then we're also simultaneously in one with Chris and Lori Harder as participants. And so, uh, it was kind of funny the way it worked out because literally last Thursday we yeah. started ours, yeah, which we moved into the Airbnb on Wednesday, started ours Thursday, got done Sunday midday. And then Monday morning we fly out to park city to meet the couples in the mastermind that we're in. And so I just wanted to bring a little clarity around that. Cause I know I, I keep, I keep finding myself talking about two different couples masterminds and it's because we're hosting one and we're in one. So I'm, I'm actually really excited about that too. It's both of those because we're going to be expanded as we participate in the one, but I'm so expanded as we lead the other one. It's just so amazing. Um, We're just so fortunate to have the people that we have in our lives. It's it's amazing. It's so good. Anything else you're super excited about? I mean, I could probably go on forever. So, (laughs) well, um, I appreciate you all. Um, it's been an amazing year. This has been a great journey for me. I get, I probably get more out of doing this than, mm-hmm. you know, most people get from the podcast, but the support's been amazing. Um, I encourage you to reach out, just, you know, communicate because that's what keeps us going too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, if it was just about, I mean, I could just look in the mirror and talk to myself, but, um, I appreciate all the support. It's been amazing. I've grown so much from it and I'm just super excited to see you launch yours because it's going to be huge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so proud of you for doing this and you've actually, you know, helped me to realize that this is actually a fun thing. So, um, being intimidated by it, like I'm so proud of you for what you've offered the world and I've seen so much growth in you from doing this podcast. So I'm just excited for your next hundred. Wow. I appreciate it. And I'll leave you guys with this. Um, you know, if you're considering doing something, which I'm sure you are, um, as Kara kind of started out the show, just, just start moving toward it. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, you find you need to adjust. Yep. 
Um, that's the five, you know, what do you really want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to get it? Measure the results and then adjust. Yeah. It's the same thing with a podcast or a blog or just get moving. The, the market, the people, your, your, your intuition will tell you how to adjust. And I've said this, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but my first truck was not power steering. Mm-hmm. And we just went on a snowmobile trip at the couple's mastermind. And one of the things that the guide said was, you know, he had all everybody, I've ridden a lot of snowmobiles, but a lot of people hadn't. And he said, you know, had us grab the, the handle and try to turn the skis. And he's like, notice you can't turn the skis if you're not moving. Well, it's the same thing with power steering on an old vehicle. It's a lot easier to steer when you're moving. Mm-hmm. We spend so much time just sitting on our couch trying to adjust from a place of fear and concern about what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just get moving mm-hmm. and you'll see where you need to make adjustments. I love that. And you know, one of my favorite quotes ever um, by Angie Lee is ready is a lie. Mm, so good. Ready is a lie. You're never going to feel ready. You're never going to feel like, oh, I got it now. It's time to go. It's a lie. So stop waiting for ready. So good. Well, on that note, appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks, sir. Thanks for uh, being with me through 100 episodes. And by the time you're listening to this, you know, make sure you hop on over to Marriage, Money, and Mayhem with Kara Ayala on all the uh, platforms that you can find all the other podcasts. I think it's going to be an amazing show. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. In the first 10 days, I'm going to do a giveaway. So if you're listening during that, um, I'm, if you leave me a five-star review and snap snap a picture of it, put it on your social media. You'll get entered into a giveaway. I'm going to give away $100 for the first 10 days. Wow. Looking forward to it. Marriage, Money, and Mayhem with Miss Kara Ayala. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.